From Keen in the Shire, the Liberty Media capital of the world, this is Daryl W. Perry, host of FPP Radio News for Sunday, January 13th, 2019. Silver is trading at $15.60 per ounce. Gold is valued at $1,288 per ounce. Smart Cash is trading at 1.3 cents. And the average price of Bitcoin is $3,642. Antiwar.com reports a new draft resolution making its way to the UN Security Council seeks to establish a long-term Yemen ceasefire monitoring mission. The resolution is drafted by Britain and expected to be voted on next week. A previous resolution from December 21st established a small monitoring team for 30 days. About 20 monitors are in place now. Under the British plan, up to 75 monitors could be sent. The initial period would be six months and the resolution makes room for extensions. In addition to monitoring the ceasefire, the new mission would monitor troop redeployment promised by both sides and help provide security for three ports within the ceasefire area, including the main aid port in Hodeida. Britain's last attempt at such a resolution was derailed by U.S. and Saudi opposition as they demanded that the resolution blame everything on Iran and also remove any call for war crimes investigations. The compromise resolution killed the investigation call, but it did not blame Iran. It also made the Monitor project very temporary, which is why a new version is being being sought just weeks later. Smart Cash is a peer-to-peer -peer digital currency that is fast, secure, and easy to use. Smart Cash is building a foundation that can support daily transactions for people everywhere. One feature that sets Smart Cash apart is the Smart Hive governance model and how the community can vote to fund the best projects with block rewards stored in the Smart Hive project treasury. Unlike other cryptocurrencies with voting systems, Smart Cash allows everyone to participate. One smart equals one vote. Learn more at smartcash.cc. UPI reports Nobel Prize-winning scientist James Watson was stripped of his honorary titles from Cold Springs Harbor Laboratory, the New York facility where he worked for nearly four decades. The facility said it condemned his views on race and ethnicity, which he recently expressed in the PBS documentary American Masters, Decoding Watson. He resigned under fire from Cold Springs Harbor Laboratory in 2007 after telling a British newspaper that people of African descent tend to have lower intelligence. In the PBS documentary, the host asked Watson if if he had changed his views on race in the decade since his departure from the lab. He said his views had not changed. The laboratory said in a statement, Dr. Watson's statements are reprehensible, unsupported by science, and in no way represent the views of CSHL, its trustees, faculty, staff, or students. The laboratory condemns the misuse of science to justify prejudice. The CSHL said it revoked three titles, including Chancellor Emeritus and Honorary Trustee. He served as Director in 1968, President in 1994, and Chancellor in 2004. Watson, as a young postdoctoral student at Cambridge, worked with Francis Crick to unravel the DNA molecule structure. Watson, Crick, and another British scientist, Maurice Wilkins, won the Nobel Prize for Medicine in 1962. When you hear the word lobbyist, you probably think about greedy corporations, but not all lobbyists are the same. Some are fighting for the freedoms you hold dear. You can help by going to libertylobby.info where your contribution will give us the tools we need to ensure that your voice is heard. Reuters reports a partial U.S. government shutdown over President Donald Trump's demand for $5.7 billion to build a wall along the U.S.-Mexico border entered its 22nd day on Saturday, making it the longest shutdown of federal agencies in U.S. history with no end in sight. Trump, holed up in the White House with Congress adjourned for the weekend, warned of a much lengthier impasse and blamed the Democrats. He said during a telephone interview with Fox News Saturday night, they're the ones that are holding it up. It would take me 15 minutes to get a deal done and everybody can go 
back to work. Democrats say Trump shut the government down in a temper tantrum by refusing to sign bipartisan funding legislation last year that did not include money for his border wall. The closure, which began on December 22nd, broke a decades-old record by a 1995-96 shutdown under former President Bill Clinton that lasted 21 days. Affected federal workers missed their first paycheck on Friday, heightening concerns about mounting financial pressures on employees, including air traffic controllers and airport security officials who continue to work without pay. Roughly 800,000 federal workers did not receive paychecks that would have gone out on Friday. Trump is considering a possible national emergency declaration that would end the shutdown and allow him to obtain his wall funding by circumventing Congress. But on Saturday, he said that he would rather Democrats take action, adding that he was waiting at the White House ready to cut a deal. This has been FPP Radio News, online at fppradio.com.